This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to you all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log onto your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the anxiety chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash the anxiety chicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through. While giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together, we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys, too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone, and we're all in this together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we're so excited to be here again with you. Um, we have a good topic for you guys today. Taylor, we'll go into that. He's going to start us off in a second. I just wanted to say thank you to everyone that's reading us and reviewing us and leaving us such kind words on uh, Apple about our podcast and just saying that you guys are being able to relate to us so much and just you like hearing our feedback of how we're healing and even like hearing our personal stories. We appreciate that you guys are invested in our personal journeys because I really feel like this whole experience podcasting has been so healing for me as much as it has for other people um, being the host. You know, it's kind of cathartic for me. So I really appreciate um, all of the nice feedback we've gotten. Um, so if you do like what you're listening to, if so, please feel inclined to leave us a review. That would be awesome if you like it. Um, and yeah, and you know, things have been good. We're going to kind of just dive into our topic today and then maybe we'll go into some personal stuff next episode a little bit more um, because Taylor and I were talking for a little while before we even started recording. We're like, no, we have to press record because this topic today is something that actually, Taylor, you why don't you kind of talk a little bit about what brought, what in your mind you were like, we need to talk about this because we started just getting frustrated when we started talking about it. And I think it was really good. Okay. Something I want to touch on, like what you said about the reviews, like, yes, we 
thank you so much for all the reviews and stuff. So you're, so you posted something on your story today that I feel like will go into like this topic. It was by the holistic psychologist and it yeah. was like growth is becoming triggered plus and then pausing to ask what is it about this that's causing strong emotions before simply reacting. So I read a review that said uh, it, it, and it was like constructive criticism. It was like Taylor always interrupts Allison. Like anytime Allison starts talking, Taylor interrupts. And so that, and, and when I first read that, I was like, what the heck? I was like, like it hurt. And like, I got, I felt like an emotion of like, almost like being angry about it. Like I was like, what the heck? And then I was like, this is like all from like my childhood and just my life of almost like never being heard. And so like, I feel like I have to like, almost like fight for like oh my, gosh. my chance to speak. So it's yeah. like, it's not like I'm meaning to interrupt people but it's like and I trust me guys I think about it so much more than you would ever know like when people are talking I'm always thinking like when is the when is the appropriate time to like respond or like when is and then I have this thing like if I don't say my thought right away I lose it like I don't remember the thought so it's like something I'm always I'm trust me guys whoever left that that review, I am always thinking about that and never, and especially because when we started this podcast, something I'll never forget is you telling me your thing about how being interrupted is like your biggest pet peeve. And so I remember always like keeping that in my head. And so when that person said that I interrupt, I was like, I had this just whole wave of anxiety over me that was just like expressed as anger in my head. But really, Mm -hmm. it was like the anxiety I have felt this whole time of like Mm -hmm. not wanting to do that. Well, first of all, I don't even know. Like, I do not notice that when I when I talk about how that triggers me. It's it's almost I can't pick. I need to like think of specific examples to be completely honest. Whenever I really think of the real big trigger of being interrupted, it has to do with my mom. She would always interrupt me. And just not hear what I'm saying. But it was less about like interrupting and more of she would literally just interrupt me. And then I couldn't even finish what I was saying. Like my entire thought stream of the consciousness was just like, you know, shut down. And then the conversation like went to a different spot. So it was very invalidating. I never feel that with you. I don't ever – even if you do – I mean, I feel like when you have something to say and maybe I'm – talking I'm almost like done talking you're always you you say something like actually can I say something really quick I just think and you you kind of you you don't just it's not very abrupt I'm just thinking personally you know maybe people are hearing it differently as they're listening I don't ever feel offended by it okay wait see this like how I'm doing this right now I think it's like it's this part of like a podcast guys where it's like she's talking and there can't be like like she keeps going and then I like raise my hand like, like, we're having a like, it's, hard, it's hard to know, like, when you're done being finished. You know what I mean? And it's very conversational. I mean, you yeah. are, you're, you really listen to me. I don't ever think you're not no, listening yeah, to me. Talk. Yeah. And so, even if you interrupt me, I know that what you're going to say is valuable. So, I, n- I don't ever really get <laughs> ever offended by it. But and you want to know what's funny is the other day I was even thinking, I was like, oh, Allison like leads things so well. I need to step up. And like speak up more and like lead. <laughs> and then in my and then now I read that message and I'm like, oh my gosh, no, shut up more. And then I'm like, no, heck no. I'm like, that is my anxiety. But it's funny, like reading that. So going into our topic, also like, yeah. So when you become triggered by or when you feel a reaction to things like anger, irritability, mm. uh, envy, jealousy, I would say, even all of that, like, what is the root? And so you and I, the other, you know, you you posted on your story about like, guys, what the heck? I think I'm shadow banned. And yeah. so topic today is about just like social media and like tox- the toxic toxicity that can be, that can come from it. Recognizing when you are getting to that place and then things you can do when you, rec- when you recognize you're at that place to get out of that place, because it can be very, very dangerous to our mental health, especially because I, I believe like most of us here listening and on this podcast struggle with some type of mental health issue. So we have to be like extra, extra careful about um, – because you know what's funny is I used to think like, oh, that's so dumb. Like people saying social media is toxic. Like how? Like what? Like how's it toxic? Really? Like I didn't I – didn't, it didn't affect me or at least I didn't recognize that it affected me until right. I recognized like how many days can you go without scrolling? 
Well, I mean, yeah, I know our topic is going to be specific to social media, but I I just want to briefly talk about this past weekend when I was I was at a yoga retreat. And so, you know, the whole point of a lot of the weekend is to disconnect. And so, of, of course, social media, but I did want to share with everyone kind of the, the grounds I was at and how healing it was and kind of share that a little bit. So I did that. But I also found myself being so much more in my head because I wasn't constantly just mindlessly scrolling. And I really started admitting to myself, like, I feel like I have an addiction to social media and just to my phone. I mean, I was- Could you not have your phone? So no, of course you, you could. So that is oh, the okay. thing. You could. Yeah. And we had on the, we had, you know, our own rooms and stuff like that. And so we, we would even, it was even okay to bring your phones, you know, with you to the workshops that we had. I mean, no one was really on them, but you know, um, when we were practicing yoga, no, you know, I wasn't on it, but I just found myself, you know, with my boyfriend just being, you know, wanting him to text, you know, is, is he going to text me? Like see, having those moments of, okay, well, what's going on with my social media right now? It was just, I had more time and I just felt myself going to my phone every couple seconds. Like, did he text yet? Okay. Let's refresh my Instagram. What What's going on now? Like, did I get How's this? How's this post doing? Am I getting good at the like way more than I do on my day to day when I was out there? And I I remember halfway through, I was talking to the girl that I went with, and she was like, you know what? Maybe maybe just for the rest of the rest of the trip, why don't you just leave your phone in the room when we go to our workshop, when we go to the yoga, the rest of the courses and stuff? Why don't you just try and see if you can do that? So you know that it's not physically next to you. You're not going to have the urge to check it, and I did. I literally hmm. left my phone in the room and initially it was sort of uncomfortable, um, but it was out of sight, out of mind. I literally didn't have it with me. So I was so much more present with what I was learning and in yoga. And then I remember by the end of the vaca- uh, end of the weekend, I had left my phone in the room and I had gotten back to the room from our last you know, workshop. And usually I would automatically go right to my phone to see if anyone texted me or like what was going on on social media. And I and I, and it was about 20 minutes I was doing other things before I even looked at my phone. I didn't even like really have the urge. I mean, that wow. was, you know, it was only like two days, but I recognized, I'm like, oh my gosh, it was, this is not even, I wasn't even thinking about it. I got back and I started, you know, cleaning up a little bit and like folding something, you know, packing and stuff. And I was, and I said to myself, oh, I didn't even look at my phone yet to see if anyone, so it's just, it can be some like social media and just your phone in general. The toxic part, I mean, they're real. It is real that it can be an addiction. I mean, it really is. Um, and you know, I think there's just so much that goes into you not being able to slow down. Like with anxiety, a lot of times our brain doesn't slow down. It's just constant, right. loud, anxious thoughts. And I feel like social media and just our phones create when we don't have it on us or we're right. not, right? There's something that just creates this voice in our head that's like, well, what is everyone doing? What's going on? Is anyone texting you now? I mean, everything's just so immediate with mm-hmm. internet and phone and social media. I-, I don't know. It's just, I needed to slow down and it was good, but. Yeah. It's, it's like a fear of missing out almost. You like have a a FOMO, a, I mean, like I said to you in text the other day, I feel as though social media, if you have a, I I don't even know. I think it's more than even just having a platform. I think just people with a normal page who their friends follow, when you post a post, your mood can be determined on, did people like this? Like, did, did it get good engagement? Like if, if people didn't like it, that means they don't like you connect it to your self-worth. Like if people didn't, if a lot of people didn't like it or your normal amount of people like it, then that means like you're not good enough or like your mood. Like I noticed my mood is affected by if I'm doing good enough, quote unquote, like what is good enough? And then I went, once I started recognizing that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I see how this can be so toxic because it's like my mood should not be affect one my worth is not how many people like what i put out if i like what i put out then that's that and not what sue's doing joe's doing all these people around me but it's like how am i doing and i mm-hmm. think i got ca- i get caught up in this 
you know, I, and I think a lot of people do it. You post a, you know, a cute picture of yourself and you're like, uh, if you have a, like a personal account, you post a picture of yourself and you're feeling confident and then you don't get your usual likes or so-and-so didn't like your post and you're just feeling your whole day's crap now. You know what I mean? It's like, you're just, it's crazy how social media can determine our mood so much. Well, and, and I even, I even think about when I was, I mean, it's not so much now, but when I was first in this relationship, I was like obsessed with seeing if my boyfriend would like view my stories or, you know, when I posted something, if he liked it or, you know, was even specific to the relationship I wanted to. And I don't know why, you know, I see, oh, he, he saw it, you know, okay. Like almost like he took the time out of his day though. It felt like he likes you more because he took time out of his day to watch it. Yeah, but like, and then I found myself even posting some stuff, just hoping he would see it, but just so lame. Like, why? No, why? that's not lame. I bet a lot of people do that, honestly. No, I know, but I don't understand. what What is the point of it? There's no point. It's a validation inside. Like, it, I know, it causes some type of... Yeah, it's a validation, but it's unhealthy. Yeah, absolutely. It, there's no, <laughs> there's no, you know, there's no healthy validation from just seeing someone looking at a picture. Why does that, Isn't that mean crazy, something though? is good? Uh, yeah, it's oh, when we really think about like the scope of social media and our mood and the connection to it. I mean, I remember reading an article uh written by some people high up in uh Facebook and social media world and they will not let their kids have social media. I mean, how interesting is that? And they work at yeah. it. It's their job. <laughs> they're the they're the creators because like, they know. They right. know what it does. I yes. mean, I even heard, I don't know if this is true, but I heard that like the uh the motion of a swipe, like swiping up like that is addicting. Yeah. Like it's it does something in our brain. Yes. That, so that's crazy. There's there's and, I read that too. I think also just like with uh, so many influencers nowadays and people who their job is to make their page look perfect. Like I wouldn't say like you and I, obviously we're not showing anything perfect in life, but like I have a few friends who are like lifestyle bloggers. I've talked to you about this before. And I think a lot of people who are younger, so I don't know if you've heard this too. Another study came out. You know how when you were younger, it's like, oh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And everyone would be like a doctor, a astronaut. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like when we were kids. So nowadays, like the top profession that kids dream to be is a social media influencer. Oh my and God. what's crazy to me is like you see this feed that looks so perfect, right? Like you go to this person's feed, that's their job is to make it look as unattainable and as perfect as possible. Because if it wasn't, why would we follow it? Why would we, uh, it's almost like a unattain, it's unattainable. Like the things that the filters, the editing apps, all these things, the video editing some people can do. Like, I mean, the way some people cook food on Instagram, I'm like, I, I don't oh even, my, gosh, my food cooking does not look like that. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, that's but my, it creates, that's, uh, oh, sorry. No, no, no. What'd you say? No, I was going to say that's like my half hour before bed is just staring <laughs> at food videos, but go on. <laughs> and it's just like it, you, then you, re, uh, you look at your life and you're like, my life looks nothing like that. Like, why is my life so boring? Why is my life so, uh, why am I so messy? Why am I so, uh, you just see your real life of like, well, you know, when people show their houses or stuff on social media, everything's clean and because they're not going to get on there and show their dirty laundry or, you know, so it's like we have to continually remind ourselves. But I know so many people who are influencers. I talked to you about this uh, lifestyle influencers to be exact. And they're so depressed. But yeah, their stories, yeah, they that. cannot show that. Well, they can, but they feel they can't because people mm. are there to see their perfect life basically but i wow. think people aren't there i think people would love to see some realness yes yeah at least i would i mean i think that's why i mean i hope that's why people feel safe to come to my page and like right. share their stories in the comments and say what they can say because i feel like i share my entire life and how i struggle with anxiety and and depression and just in relationships and that that's actual real life <laughs> like right stuff I'm right. sharing is actually real I mean I'm not you know like yeah I no, don't I don't w- I don't wake end. up every day and 
and do my hair perfectly and put on the perfect outfit and put makeup on and look perfect every single day like some of these people do. Like that's not normal. I mean, yeah, it might be for them because that's their job. They're doing their job by having things look like they get to spend all day putting their house together or like doing all these things or going on these trips. Like it's all like covered and paid for. So I think it'd be cool also because I know there's a ton of people even – our age who would love to like, they're like, oh, I see these influencers and they just, they just make all this money. And like, I'm working this nine to five. I'm so depressed. I, I have to take care of my five kids, you know? And so I think it'd yeah. be smart to like, for you and I to even talk about like, I mean, if we're a mental health page and we experience a lot of toxic uh, things of being an influencer. Yes. Yes. Well, so, so go ahead. No, no, no. I would like to start it off. Okay. Well, so that's that's a good segue because we started talking earlier this week about the podcast and I texted you – or no, I was in my stories. I was being real again and I'd asked people if they know what like a shadow ban is and I, I told people I think that I am shadow banned <laughs> because my follow – I've been losing followers um, just – there, there's not when I when I go and try and tag and like search for myself, it doesn't come up right away. I have to put in like my entire name. Started researching about shadow bands, and honestly, I literally had no idea what I might have done. I'm thinking about literally my page, and I'm like, okay, I know sometimes when some mental health pages either talk about suicide, right, without like a trigger warning or without a disclaimer. Or sometimes with abuse or something, there can be, you know, the algorithm flags some words and stuff like that. Um, I be I try and be very, very careful that I follow the guidelines of Instagram. So I was just thinking, what the heck? I, what did I do? What did I do? Literally, I could like just- I could feel your angst. Like I could feel like you're just like what? like it's just such a flustering feeling. You're like I'm doing all these things right, and like it consumes I mean, so much of your time to research this stuff. Not not even that. I'm just like. All everything that's that I'm putting out is helpful, right? It's it's a helping it's helping people ed- educate people and helping people. It's has nothing to do with ever being judgmental or like ignorant or anything. That's just not. That's the opposite of my page, you know. Right. So even like any comments or anything that people, you know, post and stuff, I will either write back and say, please, you know, use different language or I will delete it and I'll restrict that person or block that person. I just, right. no negativity on my page, like sharing your stories totally and, mm-hmm. and helping other people feel less alone. But when it gets like mean, no. So, right. so I was like, what the heck? <laughs> and I'd asked, you know, my followers and then I, got this message from Instagram saying I had violated something because of something I put in my stories. And the story, you guys, I don't know if you follow me, you might be listening and say to yourself after I say this, you you might be like, oh my God, I remember seeing that story. Um, I had got this DM from some random dude saying, hey, um, are you looking for a sugar a sugar daddy? Uh, I'd like to pay you five hundred dollars to send me a picture of your feet or something. <laughs> and I was just like, "Why am I getting this DM? This was so gross! Like, no." And so I screenshotted it and I put it in my stories. And I literally wrote, "No, thank you. Like, this is not okay. I do not want these DMs." And they flagged that. So literally, and what I was saying to Taylor <laughs> earlier was, I think something happened where. They might have seen the amount of money and it sounded like soliciting. So they thought that I was sharing soliciting information on my stories and they just flagged it. And so now I've reported it and reported a problem and said I'm not, you know, wanted to argue it against it. So I don't know if maybe that's what happened um, because it seems like right after that happened is when all of this started. So I'm hoping that this goes away. I'm learning about shadow banning and I'm learning about more. But anyway, my point is I did start sort of freaking out. I was just thinking, what is going on? This is this is a community I love and I started. I mean, it is a business for me as well, but before a business, this is a community that is helping people from around the world learn about mental health 
ending the stigma of mental health, like trying to do that, trying to raise awareness for anxiety, trying to raise awareness for, you know, mental health resources around the world. I mean, this is the mission of my page. So now no people are, not a lot of people are getting access to that now because of this stupid thing. So So it's been on my mind. So that has just been like anxiety. That's been the anxiety I've been dealing with. And I was about to ask you, like, how did it make you feel? I mean, it's just like any any systemic thing in our country or even in other countries. Yes, I understand it's millions and millions of people on this platform. So they're going to have to have robots to like look at what words should not be said. Like if there's bullying, they can't just have a human being do all of that all the time, right? So there's different programs they have to make sure they filter different things. But at the same time, yeah, it's just a systemic thing. It's like, okay, well, now what? Now what do I do? I, you can't get in touch with Instagram. You can report a problem. Oh. Like you're never going to talk to a human. Oh, so gosh. no, you get. I just laughed so hard because getting in touch with Instagram is probably Allison. I I know people who in they recently all they talked about was their experience with COVID and their account was deleted. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Really? And because because the AI might have saw it as them like promoting COVID uh, remedies because they spoke about what they took to like help themselves. And so they saw the violations. And I guess if you get three or four, your account gets deleted. Oh, my gosh. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so a lot of times it's just AI. It's it's just the system pulling words. It can read everything on your story and determining if you're if you're bullying or promoting false claims or like whatever, it will pull your account. I I even know this one girl who oh, I'm just not going to get into that, but yeah, it's crazy. What? Okay. Don't get into I'm it. I'm not going to get into it. Um, but yeah. No, I I'll tell I, you after the podcast. <laughs> okay. Okay, good. Um <laughs> Yeah, so so it's it's just frustrating. Um and I think that there's you know, I, I mean, there's so much again talking about like toxicity with social media. I mean, obviously us talking as influencers, there's a different layer. Um but you know, the the personal part, like I I actually have a personal page as well. <laughs> so right. it's like a you know, double trouble there. Um because, yeah, on my personal page, it's a lot of seeing other people's pictures. And, you know, let's be honest, people that are posting things, I mean, I love looking at pictures, but especially on my personal page, like no one is really posting things that are negative. Why would you? Why like would no you one. post a selfie of yourself crying and say, exactly. uh, this was Friday? Like, what would you put They're the caption like? like no, <laughs> of course. Exactly. Be at home. Like, it's like they are. you only go to post things. When you think of like your Instagram, it's like, oh, I went to a concert. I went on a vacation. I got married. It's life events, right? Who's going to be like, this is me Friday night. And they're like on the couch eating potato chips, watching a TV show. Their hair's messed up. Like, no one's going to do that. No. Because why? They know and everyone knows that why they wouldn't get any likes or people would be like, ew, or something, you know? We do everything in our lives for people to be like, to clap for us, right? Like everything yes. we post is right. for people right. to be so, like, 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 like. So, right? So like what you mentioned before, the validation. Yeah. A, a toxic so, validation. 100%. So that's the reason why that also is not healthy, right? Like yep. you're trying to get validation by how many likes you get or by who sees your stories, mm-hmm. right? Or who's commenting. I mean, and essentially why that's why that that is not a healthy validation is because the love that you have for yourself should be should come internally. You should be able to validate that whatever's happening in your life at that time, you don't need to show to everybody just to make it feel like it's good. Like if yeah. you're happy, that's why I'm always so impressed with people that don't have social media or don't use it. They're oh, like they're the amazing. Ha- they're like the happiest people. <laughs> they they're so care. Yeah, they're so fun to talk to. You're just like, what the heck? Like, but 
it's sad because I know it's a toxic validation, but everybody does it. Just about everybody. You can't tell me you're not posting. What are you posting it for? Yourself? If you were posting it for yourself, you'd have it on your phone. Yeah. So that's the thing. I actually love posting on my personal Instagram because I do love the pictures. Like I love going back and looking at them. Like just having the pictures for my own, sort of like having, I mean, you might be a little young, but going to, you know, the local pharmacy and getting your pictures developed like you used to in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I have all those pictures and I love going back and looking at them. I think of like Instagram part of me, right? Not all of me, but part of me loves Instagram for that reason that I have this whole photo album of my life the past, you know, six years. But that's your photo album on your phone. Instagram could get deleted one day. No, I know, but I don't know. A lot of those pictures I don't have anymore. I deleted them. Yeah, but what if Instagram gets deleted? It's an app. It's not forever. Yeah, I don't know. That's a backup, Allison. (laughs) I don't know. I always just thought of that as my photo album. (laughs) Oh, no. I know my mom, she, she loves having a photo that is printed and in her possession. Like we have, she is like obsessive over her photos. And she goes, I, she goes, I don't understand your generation. She goes, I cannot believe that you guys trust your photos to just be on your phone. She was like, I have this physical copy that nobody can take from me. I mean, granted, she has it in like a fireproof safe. Like she's crazy. But like she doesn't understand our generation and how like because I don't get I don't get pictures uh, printed. I'm like, it's on my photo album, like on my phone. Well, yeah, I don't think there's really many people that get them printed. (laughs) I mean, unless they're putting it in a frame or something. Right, Right, right. But yeah, I mean that's just not how it works anymore. I mean, or it's in no. the cloud. You can have it in the cloud <laughs> Which is and, then crazy. It never, and then it never goes away. Oh. Um, but yeah, you know, so I don't know. I, I just think that there's, there's so much that we can do to try and stay p- more present, like how I was trying this weekend and not just be on our phones so much because let's be honest. What is like, I'd love to actually see some research on the main reasons why people are on their phones. I would say like email and social media. Like yeah. there's apps. Of course, there's like a bunch of apps, right? Which are social media. But like, I'm trying to think. I think most of mine are like podcasts also. Texting, email, social texting, media. Yeah. Texting, email, social media, maybe like podcasts too. That's at the bottom. Music, streaming. Yeah. Yeah, YouTube. So well, that's you social have media. Your, you have to have your phone for everything at some at the, these days. That's like, even like I don't wear a watch. Like I, I, I use my phone for the time. Right, right. No, it's crazy. So I think I think we should what we should talk about is so recognizing when it's becoming toxic for you and like how like how you can recognize when things are becoming toxic for you. So I think like if you're scrolling your page or your feed or whatever, and you're continually finding yourself comparing, uh, or maybe there's a specific person that comes to your head right now when I say comparing. I think it's important right now to unfollow that person or any people that you find yourself comparing. Ooh, that's a good like, idea. Anybody you compare yourself to, I think you should immediately unfollow them. Any page that you leave their, fe- their uh, feed and you feel less than, you feel bad about yourself you feel like you should be doing more unfollow it it, that is going to continue to be toxic for you you can say oh I just look at it because it's cute but think about your true thoughts like sit with yourself not what you tell other people sit with yourself because I know that there's fitness accounts I would never tell anyone that I look at the girl's account and I'm like what the heck how does she do all that like how does she eat that perfectly how does she work out that hard and if I find myself doing that or like looking at like her as like body goals or whatever, that's that's her life. I have to understand that first of all. Is yeah. like that is her job. Her job is to show, sell these courses, sell these workouts, whatever. And that's good. But if I'm comparing myself to that and like what I should be and how yes. I should do, I, that's going to just cause so much emotional turmoil for me. I have got to let that go. So I know I can't follow accounts like that because I'll, I'll, I'll get into mind competition. Which like oh I'm not in competition with anybody but myself. I'm I totally. I take care of my health. I wake up. I do. I move my body every single day, mm-hmm. and that is that's enough. I don't need to be doing two a days 
Like, no, <laughs> I don't need no. to be eating chicken and steamed vegetables all for every meal. Like, it's like I had to, I had to be honest with myself. Granted, I would never tell that to anybody else that like, I, oh, I like, I compare myself. Like it's, it's hard to say that it's hard to admit, like I'm envious of that person. I'm jealous of that person. Yes. Yes. I don't like that person because I'm jealous of them, yep. you know, and like yeah. letting go of that is so freeing because oh after God. a while you don't even recognize that you unfollowed them. Totally. Yeah. No, you don't even think about it and it doesn't no. even right. They're just not showing up anymore and it's probably mm-hmm. so much better. I mean, that's a great idea. I love that. That's actually one. Um, that's one of the days. So my seven days of anxiety healing masterclass is starting December sixth again. Um, I only do it like two times a year or so. Um, you can go to the anxietyhealingschool.com to enroll. I think there's a couple spots left, but um, I actually one of the days is totally dedicated to social media boundaries and the toxic nature of social media. And um, one of the exercises is write a list of accounts you're going to unfollow now and write the list of accounts that you feel are helpful and beneficial for you right now and follow them. And it really is. It's it's crazy because there really is some such great content. Um, oh, you know, yeah. They, like our pages are really helpful for people. So I think that's such a good idea. Um, I also think another sign to look out for is if you notice that when you're with either your partner or you're with family or you're with friends and you're on your phone and you can't be present with them like in conversation or you start your mind starts to wander while you're literally having dinner or you're you're supposed to be present with someone that you love and your mind starts saying, "Oh my gosh, what's going on with this right now? And where's my phone? Like, I need to look at so I need to look at Instagram. I need to look. Oh my gosh, what's going on on TikTok? I mean, if you literally are constantly always thinking about that stuff and you can't be present with people, that's a huge flag." Uh, yeah, my husband used to comment on it all the time, and my first reaction was anger, and that anger was from a place of being triggered because I know that it's a problem but I don't want to recognize it's a problem or I didn't. And he was just always like, you're always on your phone. Like it's nighttime. It's time to like get off your phone. Like it's time to be present. And being present was hard for me, but being present is so important in anxiety recovery because you're, you have to teach your body to be present with your mental health. And if you can't do that with your daily life, how are you supposed to do that with your mental health? Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, the, 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 the perfect example is me literally having to set a boundary and say, I'm not bringing my phone with me. Like that is the only thing that was going to work for me. And it yeah. did. And so, you know, now I'm back to the real world and I'm thinking, how can I do that in my day-to-day life here? Like maybe there's times I really don't need to bring my phone to certain, maybe like if I go on a walk, you know, maybe I don't need to bring my phone to go when I'm walking my dog for a short time. I can just enjoy, you know, the nature or whatever. I'm, um, you know, having like a mindful walk. Um, right. Or, you know, like when I'm with my boyfriend, I, you know, when we're eating dinner, we put our phones down. We make sure that, you know, they might be like near us, but we make sure we don't really have them like in front of us. I've heard of these like glass, uh, timer boxes, but like that could also be so dangerous if like you needed to call 911 or something. No, they have an emergency (laughs) thing. I just saw it. I actually shared it on my personal page. I'm like, oh, you could shatter it. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's shattering, but they have an emergency way to open it. Like, oh, okay. Well, I can still make, no, (laughs) no, no. Here's the thing. They have, they have, um, okay. So it's a glass box, but at the bottom you can slide it if someone calls you. Oh, okay. So you, it only has an opening to slide it and to like hang hang something up. Like it's like oh, a Oh my gosh. So you can't text, you can't do anything like that, but like you can slide it open if someone calls or you can go to the emergency, you can press the emergency button. Wow. Everyone but yeah, needs you, that. No, it's amazing. You basically put your phone in this case and you set a timer for like Wait, an do you hour have and a half. No, I'm going to get it though. Oh, I actually oh, think oh, I'm get I thought it. you had one. I was like, what the heck? No, it's it was literally on Instagram and I it was a reel. Someone created a reel about it and oh my you gosh. set a timer and the box doesn't open for an hour and a half. I'm over there using the emergency break. 
you literally can't open it (laughs) (laughs) or use the phone until Uh, that timer goes off. So it's crazy. But I mean, hey, that's a good boundary. Um, But yeah, so that's another sign. Definitely not – definitely just not paying attention to other people around you for sure. Yeah. Comparison and delete. I would say that's a tip. Comparison and delete. And then Mm -hmm. also making sure you follow a – at least like five to 10 accounts that make you feel good. Like when you go to their profile, you learn something, you feel good about yourself, you feel motivated, you feel inspired. Have about 10 of those that when you scroll your feed, they're between all these posts of your friends. So like Mm -hmm. you're scrolling and it's your friend Sue and then the next post is Allison and she's saying like, you are worthy, you are loved, like just continually getting that in your mind. Because if we're going to sit and scroll and mindlessly feed our body all this content, feed your body good stuff, feed your body some enlightening, what? (laughs) Brain fart. Yeah. 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 Enlightening. Enlightening material. I don't even know what I was going to say, but just feeding your mind good things. Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and the platform we've been using, which is Anchor, has been so user-friendly and so amazing. I just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast, Anchor is the way to go. First of all, it's completely free. So hello. Second of all, there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's crazy. I'm recording this right from my phone and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your Instagram. So it really is such a user-friendly platform. And the coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. Yeah, I like that idea a lot about following following healthy pages. I mean, I think another good thing is, you know, following uplifting pages. Yes, I love. Um, there's one called like Positive Notes or something. I love them. There's a lot of really good positive quote pages that I love following, um, but also educational pages. So I was, um, or even now have been going through like my anxious attachment with my relationship and just wanting to learn more about relationships. There were a couple different relationship experts that um, I follow and are so helpful, like Mark Groves. He's awesome with talking about relationships and codependency and just informing me on you know, healthy ways to communicate. And, um, you know, I think our pages are very educational and, you know, sometimes they, they're not as uplifting as other people might want them to be because we talk about some real mental health concerns, but Mm -hmm. they're very educational, um, community and, but yeah, I think the education piece also, I love, um, a woman named Laura Cleary, have you ever seen her page? Is it the sticky notes or is it the lady with the whiteboard? I have no idea her time. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, she's actually, she started out as sort of like a comedian. Um, and she had a huge following, I think on Facebook first. Um, and she used to do just like skits and stuff that were funny years ago. And then the past couple of years, she had two children. One of her kids was diagnosed with autism. I don't think he's two yet. And she's been such a huge advocate on autism and showing the real life of her son, Alfie, who, um, you know, is actually getting these interventions now, this early intervention. And she's sharing with the world how it's going and his diagnosis with autism and raising awareness for it. And it's amazing. And sharing so much of her real life about postpartum depression. And she's just such a great person. I mean, she's just such a real and also oh juggling the jenkins 
She's another, her name's Tiffany. She talks a lot about addiction recovery and she kind of has, she did some humorous skits and stuff too in the past, but she talks a lot about her addiction recovery and talks about mental health awareness. So, you know, there's just, there's really good information. I mean, it's not all bad, right? It's not all bad stuff, but you really do need to kind of weed out those pages that do not serve you. Right, right. Definitely. It seems as though I'm a little more, maybe it's my generation because we were like kind of started on it. Like when you were in high school, you weren't on social media. Mm -mm. And so it's kind of our whole identity. Thank God. My, yeah, no, I, no, I, even for this conversation. Thank God, because no, I'm even thinking about the stuff that we did in high school. I'm like, I wouldn't want to be maybe on video back then. But even just thinking of this conversation, it seems like you're just kind of like, yeah, yeah, like I'm affected by that a little bit. But like, I seem to be more heavily affected mm-hmm. by it maybe. So maybe it's just because it's all we know. Because it kind of seems like when I say some of this stuff, you're like, yeah, like I could see that. But it's like, it's so bad for so many people I yeah, know. Yeah. And just like even right. talking with my friends, the more I've opened up, like I'm so open now. Like I'm just like not afraid to say anything. Like I, I'll even like see an Instagram page and be like, oh, I'm so like not i hate the word triggered sometimes not triggered but just so like oh i'm so jealous or like i wish that blah 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 blah. and like my friend would be like yeah i like constantly find myself thinking that too and just opening the conversation that we're all sitting around looking at this uh perfect life while we're sitting with our unperfect life like i'm looking around my Mm -hmm. office right now and there's always there's something i could clean you know like it's not it's there's no filter on my room like it's you know what i mean it's just it's just what it is and i think it's okay if you feel this way but recognizing it and knowing you're not alone and if yeah. you feel this way you can always talk to me because it can be emotionally a lot especially when you tr- when you struggle with perfectionism um 100% yeah and imposter syndrome too like yes yes feeling like nothing you do is good enough oh or you know oh my gosh why, you know, why are these people thinking that, you know, they can depend on me? I mean, I'm just like little old me. I mean, am I really capable of helping a lot of people? I don't know. Maybe it's not, you know, you just have this, you feel like you're an imposter. Like, oh, wow. Are they really, is this really something? It's a matter of days before everyone wakes up and unfollows me. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like, wow. Okay. I mean, really just feeling I'm feeling like there's a life outside of all of that. Like there's a real right. life, a real right. life outside of all of this. Literally a real, a real world. And like, Ugh. and just, just be present with people. That's my, be present with people in front of you. And uh, I know you're going to hate this. Call people. Don't text. Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's I gotta work on that. I, I still get that's a side that. note. <laughs> um, but I mean, even so, there have been times I've texted you and you've kind of like not like talked me off the ledge or anything. But I've there have been moments where I'm just like, what the heck? Like I feel like I'm just failing. I feel like blah 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 blah. And you're you have you seem like just so chill about things. And like I'm just like panic with me, Allison. I'm just <laughs> that is the last like, thing you, you that any advice you need. Though. But like I'll like post a post or something and. You know, people might read it and be like, oh, I like that post. But like a lot of times people don't double tap it. Like mm-hmm. they might like it, but they didn't double tap it. But like those likes like determine like how the con- – like to you and I, it's a – it's a uh, it, it tells us like if we're po- putting out content that people want to see. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we determine what else we put right. out based off so of that. We, yeah. So it's like – right. It, it helps us for business purposes too. But the reality of – of it is when you when you send me these that's those things those text me those you know kind of panicky texts i first of all i'm a little bit older than you i mean when i was your age i was literally the same way i i couldn't get out of my head about some of those things sometimes right and so that it just i think all i can say now is being a little bit older is like i've really just learned i've learned not to care about a lot of that stuff honestly as i got matter. older it's right. just and as you get through different experiences like that's minutia whatever it literally is does not matter you know right. what i mean like that is not what's important especially when you've built such a great brand and you have loyal people that really love seeing all of your content like who right. cares like who cares about what other people are doing or whatever i have to 
check myself with that stuff too, especially with my shadow ban. So tell your <laughs> friends to follow me and turn on their notifications for the anxiety healer. <laughs> no, if y'all but- if y'all do follow us though, it, it I don't think you realize how much a like helps our page. Like it it helps the content even show up on people's feeds. Well, and, and sharing and the engagement is the most important. It's like engage, like yeah. com- commenting Comments, and sharing and sharing. saving the posts, like all of those things because right. that's what tells the robot, the algorithm robot, that <laughs> that what we're putting out there is actually what people want to see. Right, wanna, right. And inf- good information. So, But anyway, we hope you guys got some good feedback about this at least and – uh, you know, uh, at this point, maybe start setting some boundaries with social media, start unfollowing some of those people that you just recognize don't make you feel good about yourself when you see it. And and it's okay to set that. Like there are ways now to unfollow and like hide people's um, – like on Facebook, hiding things. Like there's a way to do that so people don't know that you did it. So do it. Find more – find replacement behaviors for just – mindless scrolling like do a yoga video instead go out and take a walk instead listen to you know a book or something read a book actually read pick up and read a book you know there's just different things that you want to incorporate in your life besides just sitting there and guess what when you're watching tv i know everyone listening probably stares at their phone and looks at social media as the tv's on in the background but what if you didn't what if you actually put your phone down and like watched a television show like we used to that's my tip. <laughs> How is that? Anything Love else it. you want to say, Taylor? No, that's all great. <laughs> all right. Just good. know you're not alone. So, yeah, you're never alone. All right, you guys, we love you and we hope you enjoyed this week. We'll be back next week with another healing topic for you all. And remember, go to theanxietyhealingschool.com, peakapanic.com. Um, follow me at the anxiety healer, Taylor at health underscore anxiety, and Taylor's merch at what is it? Shop Happy Taste. Shop Happy Taste. That's it. Shop Happy Taste. <laughs> and then also um, you can pre-order the Anxiety Healer Guide. The Anxiety it's Healer's Guide. It's so guide. close. I know. On Amazon right now. So just type into Amazon the Anxiety Healer's Guide um, or you can find the link in the bio, our bio. So we love you guys and we'll see you next week. Bye. Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as the Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out the Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them. Uh, It's a self-paced course, and if there's any struggle with finances, there's a payment plan available as well, so go to theanxietyhealingschool.com to check that out, and as always, go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about Taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with. Thanks, everyone. Happy healing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.